What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Locked On 76ers. Today, we start off with Tyrese Maxey, and not only the great player that he's turning out to be, or very good player, but also the great person, more importantly, that he is. We'll get into that preview. Clippers and Sixers tonight, and Doc Rivers, homecoming. We'll get into it next, right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers. Your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, it's that time again. Welcome. You are Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host and my partner, Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer for TheInquirer.com. We're hanging out with you today to get you set for Clippers and 76ers. First of all, thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Check us out. You can see our faces. You can see what kind of gear we're wearing, the t-shirts, the background, all that stuff. Me throwing the basketball around, whatever it might be, checking on in. And today's episode is brought to you by NBA Top Shot. NBA Top Shot is the future of being an NBA fan owned, officially licensed, rare NFTs of the greatest moments from NBA history. There are plenty out there. So sign up today at LockedOn.NBATopShot. Keith Pompey, my man, what's happening? What's happening, man? What's going on? I was about to, I didn't know to say what's happening or what's popping. Yeah, you lucky I'm not on the you lucky I'm on the West Coast, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you see the skills with the basketball. Yeah, I see it. I see it. You know what I mean? You just lucky, you lucky, bro. I'm not strip. Sure. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, man. Uh, last yesterday we talked about a, a good win for the Sixers in LA to start off this three-game road trip. Lakers, Clippers, and Suns as part of the three-game trek out west, and they picked up the 126-121 victory over the LA Lakers. Clippers tonight. We'll preview that shortly. We'll get into that a little bit later. The homecoming for Doc Rivers as well. But one of the things, Keith, that I wanted to talk about with you that I know has been popping to your point. Uh, with Philadelphia fans mm -hmm. is the emergence all season long, of course, of Tyrese Maxey. It's no secret anymore of how good of a player he is in year number two, making that jump. Even when we do a redraft, and we did this on my show or on the radio, where we kind of redrafted where Tyrese Maxey would end up, and he was top five. And we know that he was, we both know that he was selected 21st in the 2020 draft uh, from the University of Kentucky. That's how good he has been. And last night with his 21 points, the night, the game before against the Miami Heat with his 28, making his three-point shots now, Keith, where before it used to be a player using his speed, which is an advantage, of course, in the game of basketball, getting to the painted area, getting to the, to the, to the, um, to, to the interior against the big giants and using a lot of teardrops and floaters, but not trusting his outside shot. And sometimes that would get him in trouble. Now we're seeing him, Keith, shooting over 40% from the floor, 40% from the field, 40% from behind the three-point line, knocking down his free throws as well late in games. And while he is still not a point guard, which he had to do for 54 games before Ben Simmons was traded, now James Harden comes in. He's back to his home, as Doc Rivers calls it, playing off the ball. 
and using his speed, now his shooting, and picking out the spots in the defense to do what he needs to do to navigate, to get his points and play within the flow of the game and stop deferring. Keith, he has become one of the better young players in this league that everyone is starting to take notice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're starting to take notice. Um, you know, the, the thing about uh, Tyrese Maxey is I think a lot of it has to do with um, comfort. Um, and, and you know, it, let, let's face it, the guy could play ball. He was a McDonald's All-American. He was Mr. Basketball in the state of Texas. He went to the University of Kentucky. You know, last thing I know, if you don't, you don't go to Kentucky unless you really know how to ball, and you don't start at mm-hmm. Kentucky and be a one and done if you if you can't play. I think that is comfort, and and there's also opportunities. I mean, you look at him last year; there were opportunities where he played when guys were injured, and he came out and he starred. But then the question was, it's like, okay, but no one else was on the floor. Earlier this season, you have Joel Embiid was injured; all the other guys were injured. He was balling. But then you say to yourself, what can he do when he's playing with Joel? Then he plays with Joel. Now you have James Harden and he's balling. I think right now it's one of those things where he's comfortable. I feel like that he got he has the blessing of um, Joel Embiid, James Harden, for him to take over. They want him to take charge. Mm-hmm. So he's able to do the things that he that he that he wasn't doing before because he was too busy deferring and being caught up saying, I'm the second-year player playing with future Hall of Famers. So now we right. look at him and we see all the things that he's able to do, and we're impressed. And I'll be honest with you, man. Like, you know, you you always hear the stuff about hard workers and how it always it always benefits them. I mean, this dude is. I mean, we're talking about in the summertime, he's doing six a days, six a days, yeah. man, in the summer. Yeah. So he puts in the work, he puts in all that, and it's all coming out. And like you're right. If they would do a redraft, he would probably be a top five pick. I know a lot of people are saying that, you know. No, he, he would be a top five pick. Man, you know, I got to look at it. I mean, I understand what you're saying is, and the reason why I'm saying I'll I run them off for you. I already because, know them off the top of my head. Well, then run them off then. Because, see, I, I don't know. Anthony, I, Edwards, I, I, Anthony okay. Edwards, LaMelo Ball, one and two in whatever order you want to put them. He's in the conversation then with Tyrese Halliburton, Desmond Bain, and then him. Those what are the best Des- guys. In what was Desmond? Well, what was Desmond Bain? He was a late first round too, wasn't he? Or he was, was the last pick in the first round. Wow, that's crazy. He that's was pick crazy. number thirty. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't see. I don't really. The reason why I said probably because I don't have a list in front of me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's this and that now. And there are also some people. I know we're going a little off topic a little bit, but there are also some people that say that he would be the most improved player. Yeah. I don't think he would be. And 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 that's not a knock against him. Know why I'm saying this? Because no, when, when he had opportunities last year, showed us what he could do. The biggest thing for him was he wasn't getting the burn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he yeah, would come yeah. in. Like, I mean, think about it. that game against Denver. My man dropped 30-something against the Nuggets early on. 39. Right? Yeah. 39 early yeah. on. Then all of a sudden he stopped playing. And I get it. He wasn't being, he wasn't doing what they said he was supposed to do. But let's, he extended the playoff series, right? Second round. So now when I see yep. him, I look at it like yep. the guy is getting opportunities. I don't, I mean, I always thought he was that good. 
It was just that, you know, he just didn't have the opportunities to show how good he was. Yeah, and then to your point of uh, extending the series, it was, for people who don't know, the second round Eastern Conference semis against the Atlanta Hawks. Sixers trailing 3-2 in the series, which was ridiculous to us here in Philadelphia. No disrespect to the Hawks. Uh, It was just, uh, you know, one of those deals. And Tyrese Maxey saved the series with that 20-plus point performance in Game 6 in Atlanta where he starred in that game. And then Game 7, we did not see a lot of him. And I don't know if that was... Nate McMillan and his uh, his his adjustment to Maxi and and all of that, but Doc Rivers also, to your point, Keith, earlier, did not give him a lot of burn in that game, and, and we know what happened. Who knows what would have been uh, the end result if Maxi would have played a little bit more, just to give them a different d- different look, different dynamic in that particular game. But the guy is just playing some awesome basketball right now, and he's going to be a key part of their run in the postseason when we get there, because he is sometimes for a lot of people, Keith, most a lot of talking about, is he now the third option behind Embiid and Harden so far as people going with the big three? And I'm not going that far. That's where I stop, because I think it's unfair to Tyrese Maxey uh, to do that right now when you're talking about the other two players, because sometimes it's going to be Maxey. Other games, it's going to be it is going to be Tobias Harris, who stars in that game and shines as that third option. So with him being the second or third or fourth option sometimes and maybe even the first because of how well he's rolling and his teammates trusting him to do what he needs to do he has been tremendous and and the other part that people may not know watching him on nationally televised games you'll see it and maybe even some social media posts Keith but just the nicest guy just a cool guy that's really hard even when you're covering a team and you're supposed to be unbiased you find it really difficult not to root for that person and Tyrese Maxey is one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, he's a nice guy. Like, if you don't like Tyrese Maxey, something's wrong with you. I mean, I'm gonna be real with right. you. Like, I mean, yeah, like you know, if you don't like him or you have something bad to say, it's 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 more so you than him. I mean, you look at a guy like like uh, Joel Embiid, who is not a morning person, but guess what? <laughs> uh, he, he makes a point to say stuff in the morning. Um, about like to speak in the morning when he see Tyrese because he has to because he's always smiling and giggling. You know, Tyrese, it's infectious when you're around him. Yeah, it's infectious, but it, yeah, it's infectious. But it's also one of those things where you know I, I hate to say this, and and it's a it's something that we don't talk about a lot, but it's something that you know your grandmother and 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 your mom and all that you start say they say that young man was raised right. That young man was yeah. raised right. And, right, and it's yeah. like, but unfortunately, we don't talk about that too much anymore. Like, he's the type of guy, like, he'll call people Miss Lauren, Mr. Such and Such, you know, this and that. You know, so, like, he, he, he it, he's rage right. Like, you know, so you look at that. Also, if um, he, he's humble, man. Like, I asked him yesterday, I said, yo, has it hit you yet that all this success that you're having? He was like, no, nah, I just keep working hard. I keep working hard. You know, it's just he's just a different type of dude. It's hard to explain. But I will say this. In all my years of covering sports, as far as someone being down to earth, we talk about one of the top five draft picks. Right. If we do the redraft, he's one of the yep. top five players in regards to being extremely down to earth. It's, it's easy yeah. to see why this is a kid who everyone loves. This is a kid who's extremely popular. 
And the one thing that says about him is he went to South Garland High School in in the uh, in the Dallas area, right? This yep. is a guy yep. that probably most of these McDonald's All Americans and all this they go to Mount Verde Academy, Oak Hill Academy. He went to the public school in his neighborhood, and that public school wasn't even known as the best basketball school in the modern era in that neighborhood, right in his town. Mm-hmm. But he went there and look at him. I mean, you know, he's a great guy. Yeah, he really is. Again, uh, very easy to root for that guy, no matter where you are as far as your rooting interests with your basketball team and players in general. And he's going to be a key part of this team going forward. He's going to be a key part, Keith, of the game tonight against the Los Angeles Clippers back at Crypto.com Arena for game two of this three-game homestand. We'll talk about that as previewing the game coming up next. And, Keith, could this be a little bit of a trap situation in this game on a Friday night, day number four in Los Angeles? Sometimes L.A. can eat you up. Will the guys be ready? We'll talk about that when we come back next here Locked On 76ers. It's that time of year again as college basketball tournament is fully upon us. From all the latest odds, context, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. Do it today, people. I'm telling you, do it today. Well, something needs to be done today, and that is game number 73 for the Philadelphia 76ers as they're getting ready to take on the Los Angeles Lakers. But let me tell you first, thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. Do that today and the next day and the next. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith? Game 73, Sixers 45 and 27. The Los Angeles Clippers host the Sixers tonight with a 36 and 38 record, fighting for, uh, you know, just to play in tournament, but positioning overall in that tournament. And they're doing all this work led by Tyron Lue, the head coach, without Kawhi Leonard all season long because of a knee recovery with the ACL. And then, of course, Paul George, who was having a phenomenal start to the season, he goes down. He's been out. Uh, since then and has not returned, but they're still in the mix, led by Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris, some young guys, Terrence Mann, Ivaka Zubic, Zubic uh, Amir Coffey. You, you see a whole bunch of names of these players, Luke Kennard, on and on and on. But uh, the Sixers had a game in which they played them earlier in the year, Keith, where they were up by as t- much as 24 points in the game. Looked like the Sixers were going to run away with the, with the contest. And the Clippers came back and beat them by one point. Joel Embiid had a double-double, 40 points, double-digit rebounds. Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, the only other two players in double figures for the Sixers that night. And we were disappointed in how they closed that one out. But that just goes to show the fight led by, again, Tyron Lewis, the head coach, where they don't quit. This is going to be a tough matchup, Keith, against the Clippers. How do you see this one? And is there a chance of any sort of trap with them, you being around a team, Uh, them being caught up a little bit in Los Angeles before game time 
where they're not as focused? Uh, it's definitely a trap game. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, like, let's be 100. Like, everyone's wow. not like okay. me. I spent the off day in L.A. sleeping. I mean, seriously. Like, <laughs> like I'm basically, right. you know, I, I spent my off day sleeping, dude. Like, come on now. Like, but, um, I mean, yeah, you have the beach. You have the weather. Um, you know, the palm trees. Everything you want is out here. And then not only that. You know, you're, you're, you're thinking ahead to Sunday's game against the Phoenix Suns. And then you look at it, and it's like, okay, we're in L.A. L.A.'s all about the Lakers. We just defeated the Lakers. Now we got this off day. You know, we're going to relax. We're going to chill. We, we, we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to play the Clippers, and then we're going to Phoenix. But like you said, Tyron Lue is a hell of a coach. They beat him last time, Right. And then, and then, and it's one of those things where, yes, Doc Rivers' former team, but Teron Lou is the mentee. He doesn't want to lose to his, to his mentor, right? So, there's a lot of things at stake. And, like, these guys we're talking about, they're pretty good. Now, I get it. You look on paper, the Clippers lost, what, four or five games in a row. They've been struggling a little bit, yeah. you know, this and that. But, yeah, this is definitely a trap game. Because you got Joel and 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 James and, and and Tobias. Let me tell you this about Tobias. Last night or two nights ago, after the after the game, he comes to the interview room with a nice little short set on, rocking his short set. So they already in the huh? It's, it's warm. Yes, yeah, I know. But what I'm class. saying is, it's kind of like he's already adjusted to the LA style. Like you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like. If you were in Philly, it's one of those things where, you know, you it's it's still it's, it's warming up now. But you know what I'm saying? He would have on yeah. like jeans, might have on some shoes, this and that. Nah, my man was sporty, like sporty. He looked like I ain't saying he was going out <laughs> to go anywhere, but he was sporty. You know what I mean? Like right. he, he got, yeah. and he's from not he's not from here, but he played. For he the, was there for some time. Yeah, for some yep. time. So like you know, what I mean, he knows what the L.A. life is about. Yeah, this is definitely a trap game. You don't want to stay over in L.A. You don't want to stay over in Houston. You don't want to stay over in Atlanta or Miami. And they've been in New be York for days. Yeah, New York too. But like at this particular time, you would think if you live in Philly, like you would, you know, New York is cool, but you would think that, you know, that that trap wouldn't hit you, but it's still bad. But those are the five yeah. cities that you do not want to stay over at. You don't want to stay. Yeah. And, and, and I totally understand that, and maybe that's where it affected them a little bit, even though they got there on Tuesday, the game was on Wednesday, so they had some time to maybe go out and explore a little bit, maybe shop, to your point, do some of those things. But I think the focus for me, Keith, is there with understanding the task at hand because of how bunched up things are. Miami loses on Wednesday as well. They're one and a half games back. They were one and a half games back with – Milwaukee and Boston tied up. So the, the jumble that it is, the how bunched up it is now at the top of the East with those four teams and knowing what's potentially at stake. So with that, hearing stuff, whatever they might say, oh, we don't worry about that. We only worry what's in our locker room. Everyone hears things and they hear things. They hear about James Harden not being focused, taking some time off and taking away from what the team is doing or Joel Embiid's MVP and all that type of stuff. They're, I think they are well aware and understanding of what's at stake where they won't allow something like this to get in the way of what the ultimate goal is for the regular season and seeding. I'm only saying for that because once they get to the playoffs, 
that's a different animal. And I see you making the faces and all that stuff as we talk about this. Nah, um, man. I didn't huge. think they would walk away with a 3-0 record on this trip. At best, I thought they would do 2-1. and one. And they have a chance to do that tonight. True. But I, I get it. Like, you would hope. You would hope that they would be yeah, locked. I would hope so. Focus, but yeah, this you know, is like I'm, this I'm this saying is, it because yeah, it's real. not this February. Is, yeah, it, it's not it's February. The end yeah. of March. It, right. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I got February. you. I understand. I under, believe me. I do. I totally understand. But you got to understand this too. This is like, and again, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I, I am not. Um, saying this team isn't focused, and and uh, but what I'm saying is like stuff can happen like you got to understand something tobias harris used to play here now that maybe they could be you know cool he used to play here so he knows where to go where he wants to have fun i'm pretty sure he has his his spots his restaurants james harton is from here deandre jordan had two stints here one with the clippers one with the lakers so when you have guys like sometimes you can get a little relaxed Doc Rivers used to live here. I mean, he does still live here. Like when he came here on Tuesday, we asked him, "So, where, uh, where would you do?" First thing he did, oh. he went to his crib. No, nah, he went oh, to he his went home. Okay, he went home he and did. spent the night and, and slept in his own bed. He lives in Malibu, right? I would too. But so what I'm saying is, like, and I'm not saying that these teams guys are going to do it, but there's always the ingredients for a letdown because it happens you get a yeah. little comfortable, a little yeah. comfortable because, you know, let's face it. Let's think about it, man. Like if, if you were on the road and you came home and you had an off day, mom, mommy, grandma, everybody, uncle June, aunt Cheryl, uh, uh, little Jim, Jim up the block. They all want to see, you. they all want to do stuff. Right. right? And then you got your boys with you. So they want to meet your boys and stuff like that. So I'm just saying now, again, so you would think that a team, a guy, teams at this age, I mean, these guys, oh, excuse me, a team with this many experienced veterans would be like, nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this, do that. If they do it, it's great. But I'm what I'm just saying is if they lost some focus, I would understand it a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right, I don't want to hear anything. If they lose some focus and get rocked tonight oh, I'm by the Clippers, about it. I don't want to. We want to talk about it. <laughs> we want to talk about it. Fair, fair enough. Well, you mentioned it a little bit, and in our final segment, Keith, coming up, we got to talk about the homecoming for Doc Rivers as he comes home uh, yet again to Los Angeles. Sure, he took on the Los Angeles Lakers, but he never roamed the sidelines and had success with the Lakers. He had it with the Clippers as a player and as a coach with a nice, successful run. We'll talk about the homecoming. Maybe look ahead a little bit too, Keith, to Phoenix, since we won't catch up until after the game on Sunday. This is Locked On 76ers Podcast. And I got to tell you about the NBA Top Shot, the official NFT of the league. It's the officially licensed NFT of the NBA. Connect with the community of hundreds of thousands of NBA fans as a natural progression of fantasy sports, a way to upgrade your experience as an NBA fan, how to get into the game with others in a different way. The future is now with uh, the NBA fans. This is what it looks like. This is what it's all about now. And the trading cards, what it used to be, Keith, where you and I used to get into that. I still have a shoebox of my trading cards. I love the trading cards, but this is the new wave. This is how everybody's getting involved. No more of the still images on, on the cardboard. 
these are officially licensed nfts where you they're like the stock market it's something like that every day millions of dollars worth of nfts are on the trading back and forth between tens of thousands of nba fans around the world for some pretty good money too so make sure you guys get involved in a little thing too a little tidbit about the nba and the nfts um the airline loyalty program for the nba they flew collectors out to game five of the nba finals based on having sons moments i was there it was a tough moment that night with Giannis getting the block on uh deandre ayton and then the alley-oop happened in that game uh they did that type of stuff the investors big names michael jordan kevin durant so many people involved hear people talking about it all the time so i would encourage you all to get in if you sign up with top shot today the best way to start is by getting yourself a starter pack so do that you can pull up nft of a superstar like lebron or kd and top shot moments can get you access to events and can be used in fantasy mini games on a regular basis so nba top shot is the future of being an nba fan own officially licensed rare nfts of the greatest moments for nba history sign up today at lockedon.nbatopshot.com look Dave, i want to talk to you about built bar right so i, I know love the built bar yeah I, I love it too right and i know that they always come with us and you know hey this is a live read and this and that listen i'm just going to tell people this if you don't like Built Bar, then something's wrong with you, right? Like all Built Bars are covered with 100% real chocolate. Yes, including the puffs. What I mean, 100% real chocolates. It's low mm -hmm. calorie, it's high pro protein. Replace your candy bar with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Nah, not at Built Bar. All I want to tell y'all is that I love Built Bar. People know how much I talk about it. And I'm saying, if you want to do yourself a favor, if you want to make your life better, go get this candy bar, man. I'm telling you, this chocolate bar, it makes you everything's great. It's 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four next carbs, and 17 grams of protein. I'm telling you, go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your next order at Built.com. Do it today, people. Do it today. Maybe we should give some of the players in Built Bar so if they don't get enough sleep, need some of that energy. No candy nah, bars. Here we go. Built we up here saying this now. I'm just saying like, it could be set up now. But you didn't come to us at that game, though. Like, I don't want it. So you actually went to that game? Yeah, I went to game five of the NBA Finals, and it wasn't the – you were bad luck. It was the, it was the alley oop. Yeah, I was bad luck. Game five of the Western Conference Finals and Game five of the NBA Finals, Phoenix lost both games. Yeah. So what did you tell? Now they moved on. So wait, let me ask uh, you this though: Did you did you uh, tell the um, did you tell Mikael Bridges and them after like, yo, I think y'all lost this series, man. Giannis a bad boy. Wait, oh, oh, what, no, what did, did not. What did you say to him? <laughs> we kept that kept that in the circle. That's between us. That's our business. <laughs> you ain't you ain't say, yo, that boy is bad. Y'all can't stop them. Y'all didn't say that. No, no, absolutely not. We didn't say that. For, for what? <laughs> for, for what? Nah, no need to say. No need to say that. See them later on. Well, anyway, Keith. Actually, the Sixers have the. Uh, <laughs> 
the Sixers have the Milwaukee Bucks in five days. So we'll uh, army four days next Tuesday as they return home from this four game trip. Keith, Doc Rivers homecoming, as you mentioned, wanted to sleep in his own bed in Malibu. And uh, for seven seasons, he coached the Clippers from 2013 to 2020 when he, uh, they mutually agreed to part ways. The Sixers picked him up. He had a lot of success, man, in Western Conference Finals and uh, just could not get over the hump, though. And I'd imagine only being able to come home one time uh, a year, a season, until he goes back in the offseason. It's special to him to come back and play the Los Angeles Clippers, going against his uh, one of his guys that he mentored for so many years that's become a really good coach, a, a championship-winning coach himself in Tyron Luke. And he wants to win the game. I would imagine he wants to win the game, Keith. Yeah, he does, of course. You know, you're going up against a little him. more, of a course. little more. A little yeah, more. I mean, let's think about it. You know, Doc Rivers. You know, there was a lot of things that they said you can't do in L.A. And like, I have family. I have really close friends. You know, people I really care about who live in L.A. And you know, I'm always joke to them about the Lakers and the Clippers, and always joke and say the Clippers are the better team. And they just look at me like I'm crazy, right? And then the Clippers always struggle, right? So the one thing I will say about Doc Rivers is now, Doc Rivers, a lot of people don't realize this. He inherited a Clippers team that won 56 games one season and then won 57. Um, one, let me take this back. Let me make sure I got this right. They won 50, 40 games one season and then had a big leap the next year where they won 56, right? So then when hmm. Doc Rivers under, under the helm, they won 57, 53, 56 rather, and then 53. So, yes, he gets the credit, but Vinny Del Negro is the guy who started them off, right? And then Doc took them, took them from there. The problem is Doc couldn't get out of the second round, and he became the yeah. fall guy. And a lot of that was, you know, he came here. He kind of changed the culture. You know, they, they got new ownership where the owner was really bought in and everything. But there was a point where when you heard of Kawhi Leonard saying that he wanted to play for the Clippers over the Lakers, you never heard yes. it. So when that came, there became these op, these expectations that, look, we're winning these 50 points. We're, we're, we're getting 50 wins a season. We got to get a championship. And they couldn't get out of the second round. So yes. his success basically doomed him, right, because he didn't live up to his own expectations. So with that being said, it's one of those things. Doc's going to look at it like, look, y'all messed up. Y'all fired me. I'm the greatest thing that y'all had. I mean, he has the best winning percentage of any coach here. He's a top 15 coach in the NBA. You know, there are certain people who don't who may question that, but that's a fact. He's regarded as a top 15 coach. He has the 10 most wins in NBA history. But his one blemish is being fired by the Clippers the team that he put on the map. So you have to know that he's motivated, he's fired up, and he's going to want to win. He's going to want to get this victory here. Yeah, and, and down the stretch again, as we talked about earlier in the year when the Clippers visited the Sixers and came back from 24 points down, I'm sure he was ticked off and Tyron Lue got the better of him as the game went along. So it's going to be a, an important game tonight, Keith, and – I look at this one and I say that I hope that they're able to pull this one out and get this one done before they head to Phoenix because a good win, as we mentioned the other day against the Lakers. Now you have this one, Phoenix upcoming. 
And you only have four more games at home for the remainder of the year. They've been a fantastic road team, and they're trying to get things together back at home where they used to be unbeatable, and uh, they have to get back to that. But first things first, big matchup tonight against the L.A. Clippers. Once again, Clippers coming in with a record right now of 36 and 38. The Sixers 45 and 27. Trying to keep up with everybody in, at the top of that Eastern Conference standings. And we'll see where the Sixers end up, but they have some work to do beforehand. Good to see everybody able to go. Quickly, uh, Joel Embiid, any concern at all about the back and how he was you know, flexing his back, bending over a little bit there at halftime, at half court after the play where Stanley Johnson pulled his jersey and fouled him awkwardly? Nah, I don't. Not right now. Uh-uh. I, I don't. I, I still seems to be good. Yeah, he okay. still seems to be good. He still seems to be good. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, you hate to see that with the big fella. James Harden fell awkwardly on one play. George Niang with his ankle. But this is the time where you fight through these things as we get ready for a big matchup tonight against the L.A. Clippers. 10.30 start time locally here in Philly. 7.30 out there. Keith, where you're enjoying yourself with the palm trees, the great weather, and the great food and all that stuff. And, yeah, we're jealous. Dude, like I told you, you don't be jealous of me unless you want to get caught up on some sleep. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I mean, seriously, don't don't be jealous of me because that's all I've been doing is sleeping. I want to, you know, go to practice, do all that other stuff. Like, yeah, my life is uh, is kind of boring. You know what I mean? Oh, my thrill, my yeah. thrill is my thrill is please. like hopping on a on a plane on a flight and hoping and praying they give me a a, a first class upgrade. <laughs> that's, uh-huh. that's my thrill. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you if you find yourself in any of those cool stores and you see something for me, let me know. Let me know. I'll pay you back when you get back. All right. All right. Okay. All right, man. Keith. Great stuff as always, folks. Thanks for listening. As always, making Locked On 76 is your first listen every day. On our next one, we'll talk about how, hey, you know, the Phoenix Suns uh, on Sunday and getting ready for the Milwaukee Bucks on Tuesday back at home for a quick visit to South Philadelphia. We'll get into all of that. Going to be a tough one on Sunday, Keith. So now make your second listen, Locked On NBA. We're Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA. Um, every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, uh, have a good one. We'll talk to you as we uh, get ready for this next one on Monday uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks, but also recapping what happened with the Phoenix Suns on Sunday. Thanks, Keith. Thank you, D. Thank you all for listening. Peace.